Talaka Tambo. Maniko Kachawa. they do to mr (laughs) what am i looking at (laughs) we still can't get that mr do pie crust out of our mouth flushed my eyes with bleach twice still not why do i still not go on that candy colored nightmare why do i think of pie crust when (laughs) i think about that game because it had that candy coated world there was a dessert world in it and it wasn't a fun one it was all brown like that Legend of Zelda for the N64. Just rehashing all It's like we've oh, done these like shows mud. back to back to back. <laughs> it is like that, but it's nothing like that at all. Today, we're going to talk about a game that is not a sequel and is not a game we've ever talked about mm. and is a racing game that we can do because mm. it's on the Neo Geo, which means you have a four buttons and a joystick. And this one's even better because it's so simple. You got gas and brake. Two buttons, yep. joystick. I love it. We don't talk about racing games a lot because you usually have to use a steering wheel. This is true. You know, or whatever tank treads use, how they roll over you. Yeah, that's why we've never reviewed tank. Today, we're going to talk about a racing game for the Neo Geo. And the great thing about racing games for the Neo Geo is that they're played with joystick. You might have heard this before. (laughs) About 10 seconds ago, yes. I'm glad we're talking about a racing game because of the proprietary control decks that are associated with the genre, like the steering wheel and the gas pedal and whatnot. We avoid them because most people can't properly emulate them uh, with their PC. But it's not a genre that we should shy away from. It's just because of the control schemes. There's not a lot of options here, but I'm glad we went with this one because I really enjoyed it. Surprisingly, there are several racing games. <laughs> one of them's exactly like this, and another yeah. one. It, well, they're not, I'll tell you the differences. But okay. what game are we playing? We're talking Neo Drift Out, colon, new technology. In your colon? Yeah, because it's Yuck. the fourth, fourth title in the Drift Out series. It is, but not for the Neo Geo. Not for the Neo Geo. We talked about games. I don't know of any other drift out game either. (laughs) We talked about games that ended up on the Neo Geo, and we talked about games that ended on the Neo Geo and began on the Neo Geo, and I don't know where this fits in. But Neo Drift Out is what we're going to talk about, and it's a rally race game. Yeah. The other two games that came out were also rally racers, except one took place in the cities, uh, the other one was uh, Thrash Rally, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Thrash Rally, you could be many different cars. In this game, you can only be three cars. And we'll talk about the cars. We'll talk about making mechanics and yeah. all that. I want to briefly tell you about the other two games. ADK made uh, ADK of uh, a lot of fighter fame. They made Thrash Rally. And that's a top-down, fully top-down view of your different types of cars. And there's many cars to choose from as i mentioned you could take all different types of shortcuts and driving all around like a maniac and do all different types of things the better one would be over top which surprisingly 
is three quarter of you like this game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas Thrash Rally should have been called Overtop because you're Overtop looking at it. And what a dumb name, Overtop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Overtop, you could be also many different vehicles. In fact, you could be some crazy ass vehicles. Like you could be a Lamborghini or you could be a motorcycle or you could be a, <laughs> yeah. a Humvee or you could be a rally car. So, right. you know, it's very interesting. It's kind of like the UFC when that started, where it would be like, yeah. and this guy is a sumo wrestler. Ninja. This guy is a racist kickboxer. Let's yes. see what happens. Yes. And then continue uh, through the challenges so that one guy's fresh because the other guy got beat to pulp. <laughs> So now you're traveling on with broken arms and you're going against a very fresh ninja. And what do you know? Ninja won the whole thing because yeah. he fought one guy that only had one good arm left and his eyes were were swelled shut. So uh, Overtop is one game that I owned for Neo Geo. The problem with it is like Viewpoint, like Polestar, like Blazing Star, mm-hmm. it is pre-rendered CG artwork so your your cars are vector art however they're not as interesting as viewpoint and definitely not as interesting as polestar blazing star so you know your lamborghini is this very boxy type of three polygon thing (laughs) we talk about motion capture and we talked about games that were not you know mortal Kombat, but they were motion captures of polygon uh, yeah, rendered uh, items like the Donkey Kong countries and things like that. Mm-hmm. Keith mentioned. So that's what Overtop is. But Overtop has so many interesting settings and backgrounds. And sometimes you go through caves, and they use these things to hide, loading the next levels. So mm. you never stop driving. Uh, you never stop driving. It's sort of like um, Outrun. Okay. Yeah, you know, outrun, you just keep driving keep and driving, going, driving yeah. until you die. And then they show like you how that. long you got and things like that. Yeah. And which paths you take. This one, uh, I don't think you take different pa- paths in Overtop, but it's still an interesting game. And I really recommend both of those titles. So give them a try on the Neo Geo. And then, of course, the first person uh, racer would be um, your motorcycle. And that would be the hang on ripoff riding hero. And I owned Writing Hero, and I owned two Neo Geos, and this was one of those games you can link together. Oh, nice. Uh, we talked about League Bowling, that you could link those together with as a four-player game. Another game that you could link together was the Writing Hero game, which was not as good-looking as Hang On, but it was v- still very fun. So I recommend that as well. And once again, it's a joystick. You're not sitting on a big plastic thing people laughing at you with the hang on <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then super Look at this dope. <laughs> yeah what, what are they doing and the screens in the middle of the handlebars and you know it's like a nine you're inch making believe loser yeah. <laughs> you're not really riding a motorcycle that's fake two up and three down um and this game could be also linked i don't know if they ever came out with a multi-cabinet multi-screen neo drift out world hero court version edition mm. what's the what's the end part of it new technology oh yeah new technology why wouldn't it be why wouldn't it be three cars <laughs> yeah. uh, let's do a little bit of making mechanics on this okay of course we're going to start in 1976 with sega's the fonz game Ugh. <laughs> take a shot I had to mention any chance I get to mention a Fonz, I got to oh, go in there. And you know, Fonz was just called Motocross in uh, Japan. It was a black and white game. 
like fire truck, uh, top down looking at a guy on a motorcycle and uh, the roads coming at him top down, though. And when it came to America, they rebranded it as, as the Fonz because Happy hey. Days was so, so doing so well in 1976. That's the spirit. But actually, this really starts from Super Sprint, in my opinion, because you got the three-quarter overhead view, and it's a rally, rally race. Sure. Uh, now, in Super Sprint, you see all your things, but Super Sprint was also a three-player game. You had old red, old yeller, and old blue. Mm. And you'd race this teeny tiny little little car around this uh, racetrack that would fill the thing. And believe it or not... It was called Ivan Stewart's Super Off-Road. Yep. In 1989, that came out by Leland. Who knew? And uh, if you don't know who Ivan Stewart is, well, he's Iron Man. He's Ivan Iron Man Stewart of rally racing fame. When they no longer can use the fantastic branding that brought everyone (laughs) to this game of Ivan Iron Man Stewart. So it it was replaced (laughs) by Lightning Kevin Liddy. Lightning Kevin say, Liddy. It was replaced by Mr. Dream. <laughs> Mr. Dream. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mike Tyson. Uh, I'm sorry, M. Bison. Yeah. That's from a different game. So, when Ivan did all those rapes, they replaced him with Mr. Dream. <laughs> um, this came when they released the track pack upgrade for what I just knew as off-road because when they released the track pack upgrade it was just called off-road they didn't Mm -hmm. have the super it was no longer super (laughs) even though they added uh some new cars and they added i think like five new tracks or something like that Uh, but some people love this game but once again this was a steering wheel game so we can't really talk about ivan iron man stewart's super off-road and believe it or not lightning kevin liddy was actually a programmer for the game Hmm. So uh, he became the <laughs> title yeah. star of this game. That drove oh, gauche. I think. I think the reason is it's because- like calling your game Cool Kyle's Racing. <laughs> yeah, Rad Kyle. Rad Kyle. Yeah, Sorry. Rad Kyle's Racing. Now I'm like drawing a brain fart, but I think there were actually four cars on on the stage, and the white car was either Ivan Iron Man Stewart or the better man, <laughs> Lightning Kevin Liddy. Of Lightning Kevin Liddy fame. So I think that's what it was. I think Off-Road actually had four cars on track. Uh, You can never play as a white car. And you could either be red, yellow, or blue. Or I might just be completely making this up. Later came Off-Road Challenge. This one got released by Midway. Licensed by Midway. Same game. The game was originally released in 1997. So it took (laughs) eight years to make the next off-road game for the arcade. And then Off-Road Thunder came out in 1999. And what do you think? You think it's still looking at the three quarters overhead of a car with a full track? I'm going to imagine it's more polygons and that Prince song about partying like it's 1999. (laughs) Maybe not, but who knows? Maybe you're thinking that because maybe you're on yes. angel dust angel think, dust is very popular in 1999 it was in 1989 okay <laughs> leave me alone hey we're all getting laid uh off-road thunder of course was like a first person perspective nothing to do you know completely stupid so that's my making mechanics 
All right, let me touch on some of my making mechanics. Yes, please. Maybe the listeners will recognize. RC Pro-Am. There you go. 1987 by Rare for the NES. And now here's a game that I thought came out prior to this. I thought these two dates would be crossed. Uh, Micro Machines, which came out in 1980 by Codemasters. What year? I talked over. 1992. Oh. Yeah, which if you look at Micro Machines compared to RC Pro-Am, Looks like absolute garbage. Um, and the other game that this game gave me a note of was uh, Moto Rotor 1989 <laughs> by Masea Games. And Moto Rotor is a game that uh, myself, Johnny Capcom, and Wiggly all played together. And we were supposed to review. Yeah. It was like a bonus or just a, its own episode. Yeah. Came out for the TG-16. Yeah. But then Wiggly got all butthurt because John didn't like it <laughs> as much as Wiggly did. No. And I thought it was a fine game. It was fine. But you know what? It's painfully slow. And it's, it's not as fun as when we had six players sitting. Uh, five players. I'm sorry. The multi-tap was only five players for the TG-16. But, uh, I think Motor Rotor is a good pull. And... and the audience is going to be more familiar with Micro Machines RC yeah. Pro Am. That's fine, but Moto Rotor is a good pull for this game because of the top-down isometric racing that it presents. There's no weapons like there is in Moto Rotor, right? In, in um, Neo Drift Out, new technology, but this sort of I'm going to say tap 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 a roo mechanic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> between yeah. the two games of you got to learn the track. Mm. And in uh, Neo Drift Out, there's no map. It doesn't show you the track. It's really a, a game of memory. Well, that, but it, it's like a real rally race where normally your co-pilot does uh, have a map, but they call out what's coming up. Sure. Left, and right, that happens in the left. game where it's saying, you know, hard left coming up. It just says, turn. unfortunately, it just says left or right. It doesn't say. It does show you a symbol, though. To it shows show you, you that the symbol. It's like, windy or it's a sharp left yes. or it's a and you know not an incline but like an easy left um mm. pro player tip break then gas through the turn just like in real life kids i don't know if you know how to mm. drive a vehicle but that is what you're supposed to do you, you slow down before the turn and then gas your way through particularly with uh rally sport or rally sport racing mm. but motor rotor to me, felt the most similar to this game because of the uh, screen real estate that's dedicated to how much of the track you see at any given time, which is not a lot. And I didn't mind it, but you are just sort of tapping the joystick a little bit, tap to the left, tap to the left, now tap back to the right. You want to keep that car in center of the track always because uh, uh, you you mentioned a pro player tip actually yeah. you can cut the inside corners as close as possible like you would in any other racing game yes but and the it doesn't slow you down always on the edges right right it, it doesn't, doesn't slow, slow you down, down if you cut on the inside if you cut on the inside for some reason that patch of ground doesn't slow you down and in my defense i have to go back and play motor rotor 2 because maybe that's a little more more better. <laughs> more better. Yeah. I wanted to say more contemporary, but uh, I don't think either motor rotor is contemporary. But uh, I want to see how the speed is. I know it was sped up 
a little bit and uh, I want to try Motor Rotor too. Maybe that would be a more fun game to play. And, and since Johnny Capcom, are interested in it, uh, I will say this. Um, as far as my quick impression of Motor Rotor, that's not the game we're talking about this week, but when we played that together, I don't find that game any worse than going back and playing the original Mario Kart. Mm. A lot of people have all this nostalgia and fond memories of the original Mario Kart. And I would say that while that is a good game and it led to many other great games, if you were to go back now and play it, you might be surprised at how it plays. Yeah. And to find out that a game came out in 1989 that plays very similar to a game that came out in the mid-90s might surprise you. So I would say check out Motor Rotor. It's not going to blow your mind, but it does have a few surprises in there, and I think it handles itself very well. And see, this was back at the time, and we talked about this before, you didn't get a lot of games. Now, I was working at a bleachery, so I was able to keep up with all the TurboGrafx games because they dribbed and drabbed. Maybe the most they had new games was two a month. And I was able to keep up with them. So every game that you got, you came up with a whole new lingo for it. For Motor Rotor, every time you went over a ramp, you go, that's my launch. And, you know, all the different little turns and the different power-ups and the different things. We had all these little sayings that would go on along with it and uh, come up with our own lingo for the different Cool regional vernacular for playing games. Hit the splits, suck the duck, stuff like this. Yes. You don't really do that a lot. Anymore. I don't think people do that a lot anymore. Yeah, no, nobody's oh, sucking camping. a duck anymore. No one sucks watch a duck. Watch out for the jump. No, watch out for the jumping humpers. You know, nobody says this anymore. That's right. Pluck your magic twanger, froggy. No one says that. So this is a rally game. <laughs> <laughs> Try motor rotor two, by the way. Yeah, and then maybe if you want to see where that came from and then uh, play through one level and say what the hell's going on I keep turning into the ghost and ending up facing backwards <laughs> with the lead car right so with uh, this game what are we talking about Neo Drift Out Neo I Drift think, Out new technology. new technology I think this is the best of the Neo Geo racing games compared to the other two the other two are fun but I think this is the best one it could be three different cars Sure. You could be the Lancer by yep. Mitsubishi Motors. Right. You can be the Impreza. Impreza, Impreza by Subaru. Impreza by Subaru. Neat thing about this is I owned all these cars. Oh, and, did you? Or you could be the Toyota Celica. And that was my choice because I uh, recently purchased a RAV4 yeah. by Toyota. So I'm a Toyota man We're now. We're both Toyota guys. <laughs> After my truck went on fire. <laughs> it did go on fire. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, you don't go on fire in this game. No. And, and and for some reason, your your co-pilot's really concerned when you smash into other cars and send them reeling off the road. Oh, no. We mean, oh, no. We want to win, don't we? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. The Celica's the fastest, and then yep. the handling and the body are the least. And, and the Imprenza... That does really well. You know, that's, that's the all around car. It's, yeah. it's very even with all of three metrics of speed, control, and body. And then the uh, Lancer handles the best. Yes. And I did play around with all three of these cars. I did play the Celica the most because I was just repping the brand. Uh, but I found that the Lancer is what got me through stage two because this game is challenging. This, this um, is so funny. 
the first level is a practice level. And then when Kyle got this running and I told him I wanted to do, we changed around November a lot on Stinky. Yeah. Stinky had was all these gonna games. It going to be four weeks of magician lore, just yes. so everybody knows. Exactly. Now, I, in fact, I made a change today for next shooter week. shooter we're going to talk about. Next week. Yeah. Either next week or, well, this was even a change in the, in the program. Yeah. But um, because, you know, I thought people don't realize that there are some of these games for Neo Geo because they think Metal Slug and fighting games. And sure. There's a lot of fighting games that you can't even remember the name of. Mark of the Wolf, Aggressors of Dark Combat. Um, King of Fighter, put a number <laughs> in the back. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> SVK? Yes. I don't think that's real. SVC, I think that's what it's called. It, it could be. Who knows? 2017 has definitely been a mainstream pick year for us as a podcast. We've talked about a lot of games that in years prior we would shy away from. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about Mario Bros. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talked Missile about League Command. Bowling. Missile Command. League Bowling, a lot of people know about. I don't think many people have seen Neo drift out in their MVS units. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, uh, I had it at the Acme. The oh, Acme okay. had it All in right. their MVS. Yeah. They also had two player Cyberball. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They had some good picks. Oh, not good. Well, I mean, they had some interesting picks in there. Yeah. I mean, those are good picks, but they're not the stand. You know, Metal Slug 2 is what you'd see in yeah. every machine. And Narc. They had narc. <laughs> so you go at midnight because it was open all night. You know, you go at midnight or one o'clock in the morning, play narc. So you got three cars to choose from. Yes. Let's get back on this game. Neo which Drift Out. Yeah, which doesn't seem very deep, but it's an I feel like it's enough. I don't yeah. think you need anything more than this. And it's cool that they have licensed real vehicles. It's not, you know, red car, blue car, green car. These are actual cars of the era. And it's real rally style racing you have people on the sides of the roads yes. mostly when you start for some reason you're in sub-saharan africa and then the sub-saharan africa people all of a sudden are wearing winter coats because they're the same people in winter coats when you go like to switzerland or something i can't remember right. where you go that's that's I, oh maybe iceland well uh, there's six stages altogether. yeah yeah. There's European. Yes. Which African. same people. Yeah. African. Same people from the African stage. Right. Except uh, some of them dressed like Angus Young, schoolboy <laughs> right. The third stage is called Snowland. Snow. Because I, I think the Japanese developers were like, Iceland, Greenland. Which one's got the snow? That's <laughs> just called Snowland. Yes. And that's <laughs> where they're wearing just like, like winter coats. But they still have like dresses on instead of slacks. Well, yeah. then you go you go to the southern hemisphere, which is just Africa again. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, then after that, you visit Scandinavia, which is back to snowland, only more snow. Yes, yes. And you finish up with Great Britain, which again is the European stage, mm-hmm. just more British, I guess. Yes. As you mentioned, a very challenging game, very difficult. I never scored first place on any of the levels. I rarely saw the other cars. In fact, when I was I was getting hung up in the African stage, and uh, oh, that's the story I wanted to tell. Wait a minute, this is the story yeah, I wanted yeah. to tell. You said I can't on the on the text. You said I can't get past Great Britain. And when I started playing, I was like, "That's the first stage." <laughs> Amazing. You, and then, then you got stuck what on Africa, I, which is the yes, second stage. For real, I got stuck in Africa. 
in the second stage. But here's the thing I'll give credit to the game about. Yeah. I felt like even though I was failing, you know, I was I was going over the time limit. That's the thing about this game. There's a time limit. You have to hit these checkpoints. Right. To add more time, which is a common trope for racing games. But that's how rally racing is. Rally racing, yes. you don't always see the, the cars you're racing against because everybody starts at a different time, depending on, you know, where you came in on this and that. And, you know, then you fly off the cliff into the crowd. Things, nothing right. like that happens here. <laughs> Very good uh, borders around this uh, rally track. There's some shortcuts though that you can take, and, sh- and some interesting. Yeah, let, let, bad I, paths you can take. Yes, I don't want to talk over you, and I don't want to take away where you're going with this. What, what I'll give credit to the game for doing is, while challenging and while kind of being misleading as far as like what you're expected to do because you don't see a map of the stage, mm-hmm. is that as you learn the stage, you did get better. And I like that in any arcade game where it's like, okay, look, I'm going to be challenging, but I'm not going to be unfair. Yeah. And that's what I felt like this game was. It was challenging, but it was never unfair. So I learned the stages and I was getting better times and I was getting to that checkpoint quicker and I learned shortcuts and then I would get through that stage. The incline to difficulty is very sharp in this game but if you stick with it and if racing isn't the type of genre of an arcade game or a video game that you would play i would strongly suggest because i myself am not a huge racing fan stick with this game and try it out because i think you'll find it rewarding when you do hit that checkpoint and then you finally do hit that goal Mm -hmm. even if you fail three or four times in between when you hit those marks, it's going to feel very gratifying because it did for me. You know, I know it's a left turn coming up. I'm going to go tight to that corner. I'm going to I'm going to do the inside curve, shave off a few seconds on the, the clock. And lo and behold, here we go. I hit the checkpoint and oh, man, I'm over. I'm only, you know, a few seconds over and I can see the goal and I failed. But I know I can do it better next time. <laughs> I came and that's in what got me through. minus point two eight seconds. Yep. Uh, yeah, I did that a lot. And then it says, you're disqualified. Right. (laughs) But I I think the game handled the sport very well. And I think that Mm. the game, like I said, is challenging without being unfair. You will pass cars eventually. Yeah. If you get very far. uh, I was doing that once I was getting good at the the, uh, African track. Mm -hmm. That's when I was starting to see other cars. I just bopped them right off the road. Yeah. And they go spinning out. Let's talk about the graphic style. I love the graphics. I think it looks wonderful. So do I. Once again, it's sort of like three-quarter overhead looking at the cars. Some things fit into that three-quarter better than others, and some things look flat. Uh, The track, I think, looks flat, but the cars in the backgrounds look like 3D going on. And your cars look 3D and they spin nicely. They look pixel. They don't really look like they're rendered cars, although they probably are. I think they look very nice and pixelated. I love the track environments. When you skid on the ice, there's this Mm. one place where you skid on the ice. And if you don't quickly get over to the left of the road, you're going to hit a snowbank. Yeah, and there's parts of a snowbank where you could drive through, and there's parts of the snowbank that will stop you. <laughs> yes, right. so it's it's pretty cool with that. There's places where there's water. There's no snow happening like in Sega Rally or something like that. You don't get any snow environments. I think the weather the, effects, right? Now. I think there were some weather effects in some of the 
uh, one of the other two Neo Geo games. But out of all of them, this is the best one. I like League Bowling that we discussed at the top of this month. There's the scale and stretch, you know, mode seven effects yeah. happening with this. And because of the rendering of the background and the sprite, it looks really good. Like it really leads to this cinematic, uh, exciting effect. Like I said, at the top of this month, most Neo Geo games do a really good job at making this like they had attitude, you know, like yeah. it was the 90s and they had attitude. They 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 were making their games exciting. This game feels exciting when you're playing it with its limited sprite effects. Yeah, Because you're going really fast and you're yes. like, how can I go real fast with a horizontal monitor? And I'm looking top down. Well, they made it work. And you really do. You're talking about Neo Drift Out. That's a good name. Because <laughs> you oh, drift. Yeah. You drift like crazy. Now, yeah. on the other titles, they tell you how to drift. This one, they don't really say it. And uh, it's kind of hard to stay on the road a lot. So, like you mentioned, you have to do tap, tap, tap. You can also tap, tap, tap the gas. Or you could use the brake. Use you, the brake. You have to I would do suggest both. using the brake. Yeah. yeah. When I was just hammering on the gas because I was figuring, all right, this Neo Geo Racer, I'm not familiar with most Neo Geo Racers. I'm just going to floor it and mm. just mitigate the turns. And I learned really quick when I was stuck in Africa that, no, that's not how you play this game. You have to actually break. You know, this isn't like Mario Kart where you just hold gas down the entire time. Yeah. You have to navigate these windy turns. And they're not just you know, a slight turn left or a slight turn right. There's times where it's a zigzag pattern Mm -hmm. or it's really sharp. You got to use the brake. And if you don't, you're not going to hit the markers when you're supposed to hit them. And you're going to just repeat the stage. There's such great feeling of drift on those hairpin turns when you could just drift the whole thing and you make it to the center. You're like, yeah. And then there's some that are zigzaggy where you just try to run right up the center of where the zigzags are going to be. There's a lot of skill with this game. And like I mentioned, the guy will call out left or right. And then they show a picture of what the turn's supposed to look like. But you still don't know when you're supposed to start that turn. So he'll say left. They'll show it's like a hairpin left. But you don't know when that starts. Yeah, don't get freaked out because you're just crashing to a wall. Right. So this game would be a good home game. You know, we really haven't started talking about what's good at home and what wasn't. Well, the uh, League Bowling is, of course, great at home because Mm -hmm. that's a good game no matter where you are. And I think it might be more fun at home because then you can play it a lot more and it's never the same game twice, etc. And you can get really, really good at it. But try a different ball. Try a different arm. You know, left hand and right hand. Yeah. Yeah. And do the different modes. Because that's always uh, challenging. I never got sick of League Bowling, and that was one of the first titles I had after Ninja Combat and uh, Magician Nam Lord 75. No, I didn't get that until much later. And it's because I played so much of it at the Middle Eastern restaurant. Right. Get your cone of meat. <laughs> no. I was a vegetarian back then, too. Gotcha. I've been vegetarian since I was 21, and I am 52. And I'm 50. (laughs) And I can kick and I'm muscles. What else about this title? You can drift. (laughs) There's one track that just has ice on the track every now and then and an ice pile from the side. And then when you go to Scandinavia, then it's It's snow everywhere. Yeah, it's all all snow ice. And then sometimes you see where there's some places in the road where 
cars must have really did some lime locks or something because then you could see some of the mud uh, underneath. And this has a lot of like skid marks and things like that on it. So the track looks very nice. The backgrounds look great for what they are. They're not just simple one pixely type things. No. There are people that are at the start. There's a lot of people at the finish, which you can drive through for some reason, because I guess they didn't feel like working on the hit detection. You know, right. have a bunch of screaming fans. What else about this? Nothing. The second game that we talked about in November was Neo Mr. Do last week. And would you want that at home? Definitely Boo. not for the price. <laughs> because I'm mean, gonna you know, those later games, they started to be around five hundred dollars and stuff like that. And if you paid five hundred dollars for Neo Mr. Do, you would have been biting a lead pipe and jumping off the roof. Yeah. And landing on your Neo Geo system with Mr. Do in the top cartridge slot. <laughs> I don't even know if they released this for the home. I don't even know if they released this for the Neo C D where the <laughs> games were twenty five dollars. What's that? Yeah. Neo Drift Out is available on the Neo C D. No, I meant Neo Mr. Do. Oh, that belongs in a dumpster <laughs> yes. on fire. But yeah. I, Neo Drift Out, yeah, of course, because that's a that's a really good game. And this is a game I would have at home because sure. even though it's very short, how many again? Seven, maybe six, six, six. altogether. So yeah. that's that doesn't sound like a lot, but you really need to take your time to learn the skill of this. And to get first place, you got to be pretty damn good. So yeah. I think for the price, now this one might have been pretty expensive but let's say it was three hundred dollars you still had an arcade experience and you still had a game that you were going to play for months and how many nes games would you have purchased over those months now what year did this come out 1996 96 okay so we're in the super nintendo yeah yeah. Yeah. we're actually getting towards the playstation and still those games were like 60 bucks oh sure yeah so you know, maybe you would have gone through a few of those games and you sort of broke even on these games. I'm telling you, because even though I went through Ninja Combat in 20 minutes, I played Ninja Combat so much. It, it was it was silly. The replay value of Neo Drift Out, new technology. Yes, the new one. <laughs> it would be all about shaving seconds off of your time mm-hmm. because each time you play those tracks, you're going to get better. Yes, it's really a game of memory. and, and I, Exactly. You have to memorize it, like you've been saying. And that's why I think it could last long. Right. Neo Drift Out! New I technology. Again. Me too. I'm going to play all time now, now that I know about it. The last three weeks of November have been about games, for better or worse. Yes. And I'm looking at you, Neo Mr. Do, as far as worse is concerned. But he, here are titles that didn't require all four buttons. Oh, but yeah. were still were still competent games. And I say that begrudgingly to Neo Mr. Do, because it's still it's a lot better than some of the other games we played in the past. Neo Mr. Do, one button. One button. Uh, League Neo bowling. Drift Out. Yeah. yeah. League Bowling, one button. Yes. Um, Neo Drift Out, two buttons. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is a theme that's going to continue for the rest of the month, but I think when, again, you touched on this, when most people think about the Neo Geo, they think about Metal Slug and they think about fighting games. Yeah. I'm glad we're touching on some games that are in genres you do not associate with SNK or the Neo Geo because the Neo Geo did have an assortment of different types of games now racing you know maybe not that deep of a well but there were puzzle games there were platformer games there were um brawling games well in europe of course the soccer games were 
really hot the, as well, the, yes. the football games. Right. And they had and a it, lot of footballs, and some of them are very good, and others are, hmm. Sure. Soccer brawl, not so good. Right. You'd think it'd uh, be good, robots playing soccer. No. Well, what was the Neo Geo football game? That wasn't very exciting either. Yeah, they really t- picked a bad angle for that. Yeah, yeah. But regardless of that, Neo Drift Out is a game that I think, regardless of what you think your favorite arcade genre is, it's worth checking out and worth spending a little time with. Don't spend 15 minutes. Don't spend 20 minutes. Give it a good 90. And I think of these past three weeks, this game for me was the most rewarding each time that I was able to get past that stage and on to the next stage. Right on. I just have mentioned I did own Football Frenzy, and I think I bought it when it was $30. A lot of people don't realize this, but when the Neo Geo was starting to go to the Neo CD, a lot of prices dropped on these used cartridges. So mm-hmm. I used to have a library of 30 Neo Geo games, one which you could not play, <laughs> which oh. was, I think was like Fatal Fury, but it was a puzzle game. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really weird. I think someone gave it to me for free. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I always had League Bowling and Riding Hero on permanent loan when I owned my two Neo Geo systems. And then I had to sell my one Neo just geosystem to um, a friend of mine because you know i needed to eat a sandwich and then i unloaded the other versions of those titles well and what was the uh, big advantage of having these huge brick cartridges as opposed to the cd well the horrible loading time (laughs) only if you bought the first cd if you bought the first cd uh, you were in trouble because it was a one-time speed and you were ready to strangle the juggling monkey. Kids, if you're old enough to remember the PlayStation 1, think of the loading times being tripled because <laughs> that's pretty much what you were dealing with yeah. with the Neo Geo CD. Yeah. When the Geo CD Z came out, then it was a two-time speed drive. But still, like if you were playing Alpha Missions, the shooter, that would sort yeah. of load the whole game at once. Right. But if you were playing Fatal Fury 3, you would have to wait between each stage and sometimes between round one and round two for some reason. Terrible. If you wanted to play King of Fighters, forget it. Everything, I mean, it just everything had a load, load, King load. of waiting. Yes, exactly. That's, a, that's not funny, but it really was that. And I don't know if they got rid of the juggling monkey. I don't know if he was murdered by them by the Skype kill button, but uh, he should have been. The cartridges were great, not just because they didn't have load time. The cartridges were great because it was like, look at me. I'm the king. I own a Neo Geo. You are nothing but a peasant. Yeah, it really fed into that American (laughs) ideology of bigger is better. (laughs) I don't have sex with my girlfriend anymore. I'm too busy playing Neo Turf Masters instead of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> work safe I don't need a blood work safe <laughs> I'm I want to play Neo Mr. Do <laughs> yeah honestly it was this cool cool thing but you didn't own it to be cool you owned it because you wanted to play arcade games at your house and it was cool but when your friends saw the cartridges they were quite shocked that it was How this big, yeah. giant thing. You know, you usually had your little NES thing, one little slat of uh, a breadboard 
they you know had spit all over it but here right. you had two giant lines of breadboards and <laughs> they had a quarter of an arcade board and a plastic shell exactly they took they took an arcade board and they and they snapped it in half and <laughs> and that's what you played and believe me Sometimes those cartridges were crooked because there was some give in the breadboards. And that's something we don't talk about a lot uh, because we really don't talk about the Neo Geo hardware. You had high quality arcade sticks in there. They weren't the same sticks that were in the arcade, but they were very high quality arcade sticks. And it wasn't until the Neo Geo CD came out that you had a control pad. There was never a control pad for it. No. And some people would purchase the Neo Geo uh, control pads when that came out. It had a thumbstick. Yuck. But it actually controlled well. Plus, I think, no, they never had more buttons because Neo Geo always rotated around four buttons. Uh, I think they tried to do six-button games, and that was really towards the end of the Neo Geo, and uh, I don't think they they ever continued with that. So... Not that the Neo Geo ever ended, I don't think. I think there's still uh, King of Fighters 2020 coming out. Sure. Super Baseball 2020, it's, we're finally going to be able Almost to... Almost there. We're going to play yeah. that now, and it's going to be like, uh-oh, it's 2021. I don't want to play this old piece of shit. <laughs> new, we're going to get a new president. We're going to get women and robots playing in Major League Baseball right. with landmines buried in the field. Yeah, I don't need to play this anymore. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. All right, everybody. Hey, that's Neo Drift Out. I hope that you dig Neo Vember. Who knows? We never know until we listen to the playback. <laughs> but remember, from all the people at We Talk Games and from Ivan Iron Man Stewart. Still in jail. He's, <laughs> we hope that you like us. Bye bye. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, pardon me.
Rock and Roll.